That's right. That's right. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Be careful and be safe. I want to talk to you about something. I'm going to take my time, and I want you to get this, what I'm saying, okay? We fam- we're going to talk like family. Amen. I'm going to be coach. You know, uh, when Kobe Bryant and uh, uh, that, they had the helicopter crash. We all know about that, right? And social media went crazy, first of all, and was wrong. They had two wrong people in the thing, and they had uh, 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 less than was in there and more than was in there. And all of this stuff went just kind of crazy, okay? And a lot of people, because Kobe's a superstar and is a brilliant guy, we know that, right? But uh, there were other people in that also, right? That's right. And the point I want to make today is, you know, uh, that happened, it's happened already. Right now as I'm speaking to you, somebody's getting a telephone call. That's right. It, it, you know, it happens all the time. And as a pastor, it is one of the most hardest things for, to explain to people because people come to us and counselors and friends and ask us, why? And uh, uh, it, it kind of puts you in a corner, you know, of why. And if you're not careful, you try to answer something that you, can't, you don't have an answer for. That's right. That's right. That's just it, you know. And so there's who chooses uh, there's a car wreck last night. I don't know where, but there's one somewhere we know that, right? That some people got killed, right? And somebody got sick that we, they didn't think was going to sick and had a heart attack or something and died last night, right? Somebody's house burnt down, right? Somebody walked in and, and uh, found that somebody that they thought loved them wasn't there, right? And so I want us to understand over here in, in, in this church that they're, quit trying to answer things that you don't have an answer for. And so, in, uh, uh, because we've had, some of you all have went through those tragedy in here. And if they don't mind, and I know they don't mind because I'm family. I remember years ago when the Ponders had called me. And we had went up to, their brother was rushed to the hospital in, in, in uh, Liberty Hospital. And in them days, they would actually let the pastor go in. You know, when they were trying to bring him back. And one of the toughest things for me as a young minister then, I don't know what year that was. 40 years ago, thank you. 40 years ago, I had to walk out of that room, and this young man was 18 years old and fit, and tell the family that he, wasn't, he didn't make it. All right? No car wreck. He's just walking. I'm going to the house, right? How do you explain that? You can't explain it. That's right. You quit trying to have an answer for tragedies. And so... Sometimes we need to understand in the commentary I have today, when tragedy strikes, neither our wisdom, nor our wealth, nor our power can spare us from it. Stuff happens. And what happens to us so many times that we forget that things just happen. 
and it's just a part of life. And we need to understand that quit looking for whys because you go your whole life trying to explain something and looking for something that the answer you'll never find. And so one of my favorite scriptures is Deuteronomy, you all know, 29 and 29. And I'm going to take my time with this because I want to prepare everybody in this church to understand Satan ain't in everything. Come on, y'all. You know, the devil, no. Accidents happen. That's right. Okay? We don't know in that helicopter, Brother Nathan, if uh, Kobe is very competitive. He might have told him, the, the, the operator might have said, we don't need to go. And he said, oh, we'll be okay. Just go ahead. We don't know that. And he may have told, most likely, well, I know anybody telling Kobe what to do, but uh, the thing of it is we don't know, right? So quit trying to find out what happens to things. And when I look at that and I saw him, I'm him and a whole family wiped out, a mother, father, child, that happens every day. That happens every day. And we were talking and I had Brother West looking up for me, just like there's somebody that's going to be abused. By the time I get through this message, there'll be 20 women. Yes, I think it's every six seconds, every six, just put your finger up and I'll know, six? Every seven, that's close. Every seven seconds. These things happen, somebody's going to die. Okay, and so we're going to have to, as Christians, make sure we got ourselves together. That we're not a part of that, and that we're not a part of social media, and putting our little, my mother used to say some, you ain't got to put your two cents in on everything. Well. Yeah, that's, that's old school there. Some of y'all know that's old school for real, you see. And so, you know, so sometimes, you know, we need to just chill. And the best thing to do is to pray that's right. for the strength of the people who are hurting, right? Do you understand? All of you all in here, we got our chief things on and we're, you're looking good, but there are tragedies happening right now as we're here. So we need to deal with this. But so when you, sometimes you need to look at the scripture and, and it bothered me until, for, until I found these scriptures, this scripture, I go by this all the time. So some people will ask me, and as a pastor, they think you got the answer. And I'll say, Deuteronomy 29, 29. Here we go. It says, God, our God, will take care of the hidden things, but the revealed things are our business. So God takes care of the hidden things. What does that mean? The things you don't know nothing about. The wise. The only thing that we can take care of are the things that this our business. Right. And I tell people all the time, get out of God's business. That's his business. Who, where, and when is his business. We need to get out of that. And take care of the what? Your business. That's right. There was a guy called Alvin Tyner used to come to our church, and he had a favorite saying is, take six months to tend to your own business, and the other six months to stay out of everybody else's. Right. That, that just works good. That works good, you know? So we, we, we here are compassionate people, and we want to understand that we don't have the answers. And, and God's not attacking us, and Satan's not attacking us. It's life. That's right. It's life. And I know it's life, right? Because, you know, I work harder probably than 99.5% of people in here on health. Yeah, Amen. work out, exercise, eat right, and cancer visit my body. That's right. It just happens. 
It just happens. Are you with me? You know, my father, I watched my father deal with dementia. It happens. There's no finger pointing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we're going to have to get, while we're finger pointing, we're losing our blessing by not just praying. That's right. Does that make sense? Here we go. Then we're told it's up to us and our children to attend to all the terms in this revelation. So we need to listen to this revelation. And, and when God gives me a spiritual revelation, I only deal with the things that he's given me through that spiritual revelation. If he hasn't given me the answers through my spiritual, and I tell people, pray for spiritual revelation. If he hasn't given me the answers through it, then he means it's none of my business. Do you understand? Because, you know, uh, personally, and, and some of you all have been around me a long time. I told you me and God fell out for about 12 hours when they told me I had cancer. We literally, well, I fell out with him. He wasn't thinking about me one way or the other. But, you know, because, you know, I was wondering why some of you all in here didn't have it because you don't take care of yourself. You, you see what I'm saying? You know, I even had a list I could have made out. Tell the truth. Now, God, why not this one? Why not this one? Why not this one? Why not this one? I got some partners that have been smoking dope for 40 years, drinking and acting food. Why not them? Why are you messing with me, right? Because we get into the flesh, right? And then the flesh tries to explain things that the flesh doesn't have an answer for. That's right. You see, sometimes it's just your turn. That's right. And you want to hear a secret? Everyone in here is going to have a turn. It may not be death, it, but you're going to get sickness. You got children? Oh, you're going to have a turn for real. <laughs> yeah, you see, it just, things just happen, and we're not going to go around all our lives wondering why. All right, here we go. Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. I'm going to read verse 7 through 11. And, and it's one of my favorite. Ecclesiastes is one of my favorite chapters because Ecclesiastes talks to us just like he's sitting around just talking. Solomon, some say, wrote it. They don't know who wrote it. He's just talking to us and giving us just some good old down-home wisdom. That's right. Okay? And so I read this because, you know, I want to prepare my people that when hard times come, they can stand. And they're going to come. All right? Verse 7 says, be happy eat and enjoy eating and drinking. Now, he ain't talking about alcohol now. Don't go out there and say, Pastor said, the Bible says I can go out here. No, 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 no. He's talking about be happy eating and drinking. In other words, fellowship. That's right. Enjoy your life. Yes, enjoy your life. You know, this is fun and this is great for the, uh, the uh, Super Bowl in Kansas City and in San Francisco. You know, it, it's a fun thing. And then people around the world, it's a good time to laugh because we need it with all the craziness going on now. We, we need to just enjoy it, laugh, you know. Be, get with your families and just enjoy your life. Okay? God decided long ago that this is what you should do. And he's, he's telling us, God, that's why you work. And he even gave us a day off, didn't he? And he, he gave us a day off to rest and to, to enjoy our lives, right? I'm telling you all, I'm, at the age of 73, if I'd have known life was this good and I was wise before now, I'd have been enjoying my life a long time. I wasted too many t years of my life trying to get stuff. Do you understand? All right. Dress up. Comb your hair and look your best. So we're coming, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is another version of the Bible, yeah. It says, dress up, that's what it says, dress up. You see, dress up, do what? Comb your hair and look your best. See, I look my best, but I didn't comb my hair this morning. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? Enjoy your life. 
Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Enjoy your life. It's good. All right, and here's one that, men, take a deep breath. Here we go. Life is short. And we know life is short. Let me tell you, life is short. There are people, let's call it a bucket list. There are people who die before they get that bucket list done. You better start living today. Live in the now. Life is short. Life is short. That, those young people on that, in that helicopter never thought, there were some babies in there, never thought that their life would be cut that short. All right? And I guarantee you there is a friend somewhere that said, I wish I'd have been a better friend. There is a, there is a spouse in there that said, I wish I'd have been a better spouse. I wished we'd have done more if I knew that my spouse or my children was going to go at such a young age. You see? Uh, it's something like this, and some of you on here old enough, you got parents. You know, sometimes you need to enjoy your parents. Because one day you're going to bury your parents. And, and, and it's, it's always too soon. Are you with me? Now, here's why I wanted the guys to take a breath. And you love your wife. That said, and love your wife. So this is the Bible. It says, love your wife and enjoy being with her. She got quiet. Got real quiet up in there, didn't it? <laughs> My goodness. Let me get out of here and look at y'all. It said, love your it. wife and do what? Enjoy being with her. You see, that's important. The scripture's telling us to love our wives and enjoy being with our wives. Because one day she may not be there or one day you may not be there. And this is for you, you people that's got divorced. Don't get all up in yourself. Just make the right choice next time. Amen. Or, or maybe that other person will make the right choice next time, right? Well. But it, enjoy your wife. Enjoy yourself. Now, I'll say this and get where I'm coming at. You see, the saddest thing, I've, been about, I've watched some people cry. Sister Tamika, cry bearing a spouse. Didn't do it right. The Bible warns us. You need to enjoy. Enjoy your wife. And so men, you know, it's, it's great, okay, for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, right? Amen. They ain't bringing that bowl of chili <laughs> or that chicken noodle soup when you're behind sick. Did I say that? <laughs> huh? No, don't, don't get all caught up. Don't get all caught up. Don't get, you know, Mahomes ain't coming to your house to feed you nothing. <laughs> Period. Your champion is the one that's sitting beside you right. through thick and thin. You see? You understand? I don't have to go to a Super Bowl and wait for the Chiefs to get there. The Super Bowl is at my house Amen. when I'm with my wife and enjoying it in my family. Y'all understand me? The Bible wouldn't have told us this. If it, it's what it says, read that part again, because we're going to get it right in here. It's fun, and it's, we're going to have all this, but no, when, that's going to be over. You're saying somebody's going to lose, right? But we don't lose, right? Because we enjoy our who? Our wives. All right? Let's try it this way. Re repeat after me. Life is short. Life is short. I will love my spouse. I will love my spouse. And enjoy being with them. Enjoy being with them. The happiest moment in your life is when you wake up and that spouse is there. Amen. What gets people, and the reason a lot of ministers can't do what I'm doing today, because we do things different over here, because they don't want to offend anybody. You need somebody in your life. That's right. 
that'll be in your life that will love you than you can love. There's two things that you want to do in life. Say, what is that, Pastor? Find Christ and give everything you got to him and then a spouse. The greatest two lessons you'll ever get in your life, the greatest two decisions you'll ever make in your life is the first one is taking Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and the next one is your spouse. Those are the greatest two decisions you'll ever make in your life. Because there's going to be the only two decisions, the only two people is going to be there when everything's hurting. You see, you understand? I remember this, and I'm doing this because I don't want you all to get all caught up in the chiefs and all this. I'm doing this. I'm going to tell you something. When I really, I never really understood it to the point, Kim, that I understood it when, you know, I had major surgery. When I had cancer, it was major surgery. And I had tubes everywhere, of course. And uh, I never knew how important it was to have a spouse and somebody to love you. Because guess what the nurses didn't have to do? They didn't have to bathe me. My wife came to the hospital. I wasn't embarrassed with somebody else doing it. She was there and bathed me. And guess what? It could happen to anybody in here. And I would do the same for her. That's right. Do y'all understand me? So let's, 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 deal, let's, let's, deal with, let's go ahead and deal with having a good time. But let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. The Chiefs are not the most important thing in your life. And losing a game, if they lose, it's not that big a deal. It's a game. And if they win, go ahead and have a good time. But it's just a game. That's right. But the person that's with you, the person that cares about you, you already got your Super Bowl ring. I got one already. That's right. That's right. Okay. The Bible goes on to see, say. See, you all wanted something else different, didn't you? You know it's going to come up with this. All right. And this is good because it'll teach you what to look for because we have a lot of people that's been divorced in here. It is single in here. You need this lesson because you want that person. Okay? The Bible says this is what we are supposed to do as we struggle through life on this earth. This is what we're supposed to do as we struggle through life on this earth. There ain't no place in the Bible that says it's going to be all right. It ain't in here. Then you have that young lady get up here and talk about the Salvation Army. That means they're helping people who don't have. That's right. There's, didn't she say that? And we got to be a part of that, right? That's right. So they're struggling in their life. Come on. All right. Verse 10 says, work hard at whatever you do. Work hard at whatever you do. Whatever you do, work hard at it. You ain't working for your boss. You're working for the glory of God. That's right. <laughs> Because you will soon go to the world of the dead. In other words, sooner or later you're going to die. All right? Where no one works or thinks or reasons or knows anything. So you need to work. Quiet. Oh, I've got that scripture later. You need to work. Do your work. You see, what gets me sometimes is uh, I had this one person was in this church and was talking about, I said, hey, what's going on, man? He said, I'm getting ready to go into the slave ship. He's talking about Ford. <laughs> you see, you understand what I'm saying? No, you're getting ready to go to your blessed ship. That's right. So you can make some money to take care of your family. That's right. You understand? I don't like my job. It's a job. It's not supposed to be a party. That's right. So I'm going in there and do the best that I personally can because God is holding me accountable. Right? 
God blessed me with this job, and now I'm complaining about the very job that God blessed me with. Am I doing all right? Yeah. All right, we'll fire it up next week. We're going to get this straight today. All right? Here is something else I've learned. The fastest runners and the greatest heroes don't always win races and battles. And we know that as coaches in here. The fastest runner always doesn't win. The greatest, you know, Muhammad Ali said he was the greatest of all times. I think he, I'm looking at Brother Jason to help me. I think he lost four times, didn't he? He lost four times, but he still said he was the greatest. That's right. So even the greatest that he claimed he was, lost. Right. Are y'all with me? Yeah. You see, you see here, there was no, stay with me. Get up here, say, I'm up here with you, Pastor. There was no way, Brother George, no way possible that Trump would be President of the United States. Ain't nobody in here would have ever thought that Trump would be the President of the United States. Nobody in here. Ask me something else. And nobody in here thought there'd be an African-American president. You see? But the race is not given to who you think it should be. It's not always given to the strong, nor to the swift. I coached for 25 years, bless you. I coached for 25 years at Park University, and I've seen a young lady that was two-time national champion for me, okay? She was beating some races, but we worked our way up to that. Nobody wins all the time. Nobody wins all the time. We waited 50 years for the Chiefs to get back. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, here we go. Scripture goes on to say that wisdom, intelligence, and skill don't always make you healthy, rich, or popular. Doesn't make you what? Healthy? Rich or popular. I'm popular. I'm still taking chemo pills. I ain't rich, but some of y'all can help me if you want to. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. It's life. You see? Okay. We each have our share of bad luck. I love that. And this is, you're going to have your share of that. Sometimes it just doesn't work out for you. You see, we love the Chiefs, right? Amen. Should they have been in the Super Bowl last year? Yes is the answer. Yes. A couple bad calls. That's right. Bad luck. It happens to everybody. You see where I'm taking you? All right, so y'all need to go home and start hugging each other and loving each other. Now, I ain't just talking about spouses. I'm talking about friends and kids and sisters and brothers. You better hear what I'm saying because it's a cold day right. when that's gone from you. That's right. I mean, it's a tough day when you go in that doctor's office. You think I'm the only one that's going to go through this? Ain't happening. Many of you are going to go through something. That's right. But get your lesson. Don't feel, I don't feel sorry for myself. It just happens to be me. And then once I got to it, I said, what a, God is right. He picked the right person to go through something. Are you with me? You see? The NIV says, time and chance happen to them all. Now, this is the scripture. The NIV says what? Time, time and, and chance, chance happen to, to them all. all. Sometimes it's just time and chance. You got on the wrong plane. Got on the wrong train. Got on the wrong bus. Somebody just happened to run into you going to work. Drunken driver just happened to be coming your way. You understand what I'm saying? 
Time and chance happens all. Quit trying to figure it out. Time and chance happens all of us. All of us. All right? The voice says time and misfortune happen to them all. And time and misfortune happens to all of them. It just happens. Don't try to figure it out. It just happens. And once you accept that, and you just pray to God to help you get through it. Brother Roger, I just ask God, help me get through this right now. I'm going through a dark. I ain't going to try to blame him, her, it, that. No. Time and chance happens to all people. God, it's not my time right now. Help me get through this. That's right. Do you understand? That's you see, I'm... you see, I don't know if you all know, I went and got my blood work and all this stuff done. And uh, uh, last Friday, and they're amazed. They're just amazed at God. Yeah. Amen. You see? It? And I've buried people, friends, that had a less issue than me. Just wasn't my time. It was their time. Okay. We're told in John chapter 9, verse 4, that as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as it's daytime, I'm going to do the work that God has sent me here to do. Because there's going to come a time when, when there's no time for me to work. I remember one time when the great Muhammad Ali, he used to say, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You can't hit what you can't see. Now you see me, now you don't. You think you hit me, but you know you won't. But anyway, right. I like that. That was good. Wasn't that good? All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. And then one time he got in the ring. There was no sting and no butterfly. Time caught up with him. So you got to do your work. Y'all look in my face. Do your work. Why it's nighttime, light, excuse me, why it's light? Because when dark time comes, you can't do those work. In other words, don't die wishing. Don't get sick wishing. Huh? Don't stop loving wishing you had loved. Don't stop, don't, don't hurt yourself and hurt in your spirit because you didn't give when you had a chance to give. That's right. Right? And you spouses in here, you people in relationships in here, don't be looking at a sixth person crying, wish I had it done better. Do it now. That's right. Why? It's, not, it's daylight in your life. Is that all right? That's right. I'm doing this real slow so you can get it. That's, I'm usually more energetic. And I'm not sick. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm just trying to get y'all to get it. And you need to get it. We're going to do my commentary. At best, life is unpredictable. At best, this is the commentary that I read. They come down here. Can I come down here? I'm coming anyway. Say, yes, Pastor, come on now. The price is right. All right, here we go. Life is not predictable, people. No one knows whether a pleasant or harsh future awaits. You don't know what's waiting you. You have no idea. You have no idea what's coming up. That's why Pastor talks about spiritual muscle over here. You got to build yourself up. Spiritual, you have no clue. You don't know what's coming. All right? Perhaps it is better that way. It would be nice if good actions always guaranteed a pleasant future, but they don't. Doesn't always do. Man, I got it. And then I lost it. You see? How many people? I always tell you all, your chief fans, and y'all blow Dennis 
off his office. He's not here, is he right? I want everybody to call Dennis. He, he's a 49er fan. He didn't even show up. All right? <laughs> you see, it doesn't always work. Are y'all with me? Read that one again. Please. Read it that. would be nice if good actions always guaranteed a pleasant future. I've helped some people. Wanting them to be my friend in a friendly way, but it didn't work for us. I'd done my best, but they didn't accept it. You see, somebody in here knows, have you ever worked, done hard, worked, been committed and dedicated? Somebody else got the promotion. Yes. Happens that way. It's life. All right? Sometimes in this fallen world, it is just the opposite. Yeah. One thing is certain, however, everyone faces death. Everybody's going to face death. Say, Pastor, what are you saying? <laughs> Live now. Live now. Live now. All right? Again, one thing is certain, however, everyone faces death. It is the great equalizer. That's how it works. Remember when you all used to go to the club? Say, we're getting ready to close down. You got to leave here. You may not be going home, but you got to get up out of here. That's life. Right? It happens. But let me tell you something. If you live life like you're supposed to live life, you won't be afraid of death. That's right. I remember my friend Bill Allen when, when he was, uh, we was in the car and I was taking him uh, uh, to get some money for some calves that he had done. And, and he, was, he knew he was getting ready to pass away. And he, he said, Chet, because that's what he calls my middle name, he said, Chet, I'm not afraid. God's been good to me. I've lived a good life. That's right. No tears, nothing. And of course, a few weeks later, you see, that's how you want to live. That's right. You want to live to the point that you can say, God has been good to me and I've had a good life. You see? And you won't have any regrets. That's right. They just got through talking about you. There are people you're going to help that doesn't even care. They won't even say thank you, but it doesn't matter what they say. Your reward comes here. That's right. That's right. All right? The teacher assured us of something else. Those who are right with God and live wisely are in his hands. Just live what? Right with God and live wisely and be in his hands. And God, when I'm in his hands, then I can say this. It's not always going to be fair. That's right. It's not always going to be fair. It's not always going to be the way I like it. You see? You're looking at someone that thought it wasn't fair 23 or 24 years ago. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You see? It was fair. Because I've learned, Nathan, to live... Let me tell you, when you deal with cancer, oh, after you, especially three-time cancer survivor, you live your life. Amen. You all ain't going to say, I'm going to be chilling, sitting out. One thing I got to think about, what does I want to eat? Watching the game, enjoying my life. Got my spiritual food here, giving you your spiritual food here. When you leave here, then you can go enjoy your life. That's right. That's right. Enjoy your life. And see, years ago, over 50-some years ago, I'd have to have a joint. Y'all know your pastor, you smoke dope, right? All right. 
And no, I was just ahead of this new society. It was miracle, mir medical marijuana I was smoking, right? See, yeah, years ago, I'd have to get high. I'd have beer, and I'd, we'd have a party and all that. All I need now, I got Sister Gwen, Raider, Paxton, huh? And a big TV. Join my life. Because now, I'm not being sarcastic. Say, say, Pastor, we understand. I guarantee you, Kobe Bryant had a Super Bowl party plan. That's right. That's right. I guarantee you, some other people that were with him had Super Bowl plans. Right. Are y'all trying to get what I'm saying? You need to get what I'm saying. You see, don't wait. Don't wait for another 50 years, people. Enjoy it today. Enjoy it. Right, now turn with me as I read Colossians 3 and 23. And we're told to put your heart and soul in every activity you do. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Put your heart and soul in every activity you do. Now see, I didn't know this young lady was coming up here to talk about this. So God's giving you a, a double. Put your heart and soul in everything you do. Right. You know what we say as coaches? Leave it on the field. Leave it on the track. Leave it on the court. Leave it in the ring. Everything you do. Put everything in it. Because you may only get one chance to do it. All right? Do it as though you're doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. I'm doing it for the Lord. Couldn't have been a better day, young lady, for you to come to this church. That's right. Couldn't have been a better day. Do it for what? For the Lord and not for yourself. You see, be selfless, not selfish. And do things for others. Put your heart into it. This is what America needs. We don't need another president. We need each one of us to be doing what God would have us to do. That's right. We wouldn't have that. You see, you ought to be excited, Lord, what would you have me to do? Okay. All right. And finally, from the message. Don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Quit being a get you by people. I can't stand them people. Just enough to get by. Husbands, it's more to it than just be, I'm making ends meet. That's right. That's right. Wives, there's more to it than whatever you, because y'all work now, than this making ends meet. That's right. There's more to it. That's right. There's more to it than just having a sister or a brother. There's more to it. You see? What is the greatest four-letter word in the world? Help. And I tell people all the time, you visitors, I tell them it's help. You go to other churches and they'll say love. No, it ain't. You ain't never heard of a drowning man saying love, love, love. That's right. That's right. He says help, 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 and love comes and saves you. That's right. And guess what? These hands and your hands, they're supposed to be helpers. That's right. All right. You can get on a job you don't like, whether it be Ford, Hallmark, or GM, or wherever. God may have you there to work spiritually. That's right. He don't care about you, the job. He's got you there for a reason, to do his work. I hate this job. He's saying, yeah, but you better love those people. Because I got something there for you. Here we go. I'm ready to... To retire here in a minute. Not from this here. I'm talking about this message. <laughs> Again, Pastor, don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Do your best. 
I don't care if I like what I'm doing. I'm going to do my best. You know? I'm not the... There's some improvement that I need to be as a pastor, husband, father, grandfather, friend. But I'm working on it. And then when you get to your best, then you got to get great. Then when you get great, you got to be greater. So you got it. (laughs) The higher you go, the higher it is to go. All right, here we go. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. Work from your heart for who to please who? God. All right. Who's, who's your master? God. Who you're working for? God. All right. So you're treating your wife the way God would have you to treat her. Your husband right. the way God would have you to treat her. Your children the way God would have you to treat them. Your brother, your sister the way God would have you to treat them. Yourself the way God would have you to treat yourself. That's right. That's right. All right. He just told you to comb your hair, put some makeup on. That's right. All right. Look your best. Look your best. Again, work from the heart for your real master, for God, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. God's the one that's going to get my reward. He's the one that's going to reward you. He's the one that's going to reward you. Have you ever heard of a, a millionaire filing bankruptcy? Say yes. Didn't work for him, did it? I'm a billionaire. That's right. You a billionaire. What God has for you is priceless. Amen. One thing that's priceless is peace and joy. Amen. All right? Here we go. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. I'm serving Christ. Let me tell you something. Everybody stand up. Look at me. Never forget this. You can't serve Christ and not serve others. That's right. You cannot serve Christ and not serve others. If you want to serve Christ, you have to serve others. How many agree with that? How many agree with that? The Isaacs. The Isaacs are on their way up. And that's what we're about in this church. We serve others. We thank you, young lady, that God inspired you the same time he inspired me to do this message. 